Hello and welcome to this episode of the Uneducated Olympics podcast with me, Karen Harris. Today we're going to be tackling tennis at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Our resident expert is Aled Davis. How are you doing, Aled? Not bad, thanks. You? Yeah, not bad. I was just wondering what um, quantifies you to be considered a, an expert in this topic. Well, I can just about serve a ball. <laughs> I think I think that'll work for us. Um, obviously, you're a keen keen watcher of the tennis. You watch a lot of Wimbledon and the French Open. I think it's been a pretty good year for tennis in terms of good to see the challenge of Djokovic coming up against the big two in the men's. Women's obviously has remained as open as ever, really, hasn't it? Yeah, Osaka winning Australia and obviously then pulling out of the French and Wimbledon. Quite a quite a sad story, really. Um, interesting to see how she'd have gone on there. Um, but good to see Barty win Wimbledon, um, world number one. And as you say, um, yeah, Djokovic dominating uh, the tennis world, really, in the slams. Um, so a bit of a foregone conclusion at the moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start with the women's and then we'll come to the men's. The... The, the format is quite a simple format, really, with um, tennis, in that there are 64 competitors for the singles and then 32 competitors for the doubles and then 16 for the mixed doubles. Um, the draw has been prepared with, obviously, the first seed on one half of the draw, the second seed on the other half of the draw, and then third is in the same half as the second and fourth is on the same side as the first, and then it carries on from there. Um, just eyeballing this, I think, I think it could be quite an exciting draw with some. There's some big names, but obviously some huge names missing. Just looking at the female side, you know, you've got Serena Williams, isn't there? Kerber, Azarenka, um, Conta on behalf of the British, and Coco Goff has just announced, I think, yesterday or today, that she won't be competing. Do you think that that's as a result of the COVID pandemic purely, or where this lies in the tennis calendar, possibly? Yeah, I think it's a mixture of both. Um, I don't think COVID helps, does it? Because um, especially some of these big names, they they used to play in front of big crowds and nobody's going to be there. So that definitely takes something away from the Olympics. And also the bubble life, you know, I think uh, you're not allowed to take your family with you to Tokyo. Yeah. So, like Serena Williams, I mean, that was definitely a put off then. Yeah, I think obviously she's got a young family and... Um, it would have been an amazing story. She's obviously won uh, the singles once before. I think she's won the doubles three times with her sister, Venus. Um, so I think between them this year, about five five gold medals, which is quite amazing. Uh, on the We'll tackle Britain first. Only one competitor in the female round due to uh, Joanna Conta having to pull out due to COVID-19 concerns. Uh, Heather Watson. It's a good opportunity for her in the first round. She's got Anna-Lena Friedsam. Um, not particularly well-known, 119th in the world. An opportunity for her to get into the second round where she'd probably come across um, Sara Irani, possibly, or uh, Pavlichenkova. Could be tough, that, yeah, though. I think um should probably play the Pavlichenkova in the second round, and that'll probably be the end of her Olympics. Um, so it's a tough draw, really, second round, that. But, yeah. you know, hasn't uh, been in great form, so 
that's what she'd be expecting. Yeah, she's she's had a couple of bounce back performances, but it's it's a bit inconsistent, obviously. Um, bit of a shame, really, that uh, Raducanu hasn't been selected after her, p- f- her phenomenal performance at Wimbledon. But maybe it would have all been a bit a bit much for her t- her tender age. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, better for have a bit of a break from the tour, I think, and, and the spotlight after what happened. Yeah. Um, just looking at it now, who I I I think the best place to start is with Nayo. Naomi Osaka, as you mentioned there, she pulled out of the French and Wimbledon due to um, concerns regarding press and how the press were asking questions and treat her treatment. I think this is a phenomenal p- opportunity for her to win a home competition which will um, in Japan. She is almost the face of the games in some ways. Does, will that bring added pressure which, which she might crumble under? Osaka is she hasn't played for a while um, I'm trying to think when the last time she played was it on the play before the French Open perhaps I think um, she did play the start of the French since she? she played one round in the French before dropping out okay yeah well I think yeah she's missed out on a couple of slams and you think she might be a bit cold going into it um, it works both ways that though doesn't it obviously she could be a bit cold or she could be fresh and that's yeah. that's the that's the thing. Obviously, the 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 hardest part of the tennis calendar has always been the uh, Wimbledon French back to back tournaments. That is almost two or three weeks in between. And I know yeah. tennis players often complain about the turnaround. Um, so it might be quite good for her that she's gone, you know, hard court where she was very successful to clay season, dropped out early in clay season uh, or of the French anyway missed the grass court season, has gone straight back to hard court and it could be a real opportunity for her to stamp her authority on this competition. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think what's in her favour is, yeah, it's in Japan. Um, obviously no crowd, so she doesn't have the home advantage. Um, but it's on hard court, as you say. So she's won, she won Australia, hard court. Um, she won the US last year, she did. Yeah. yeah. She beat Azarenka in the final, I think. Yeah, another name that isn't competing this year. Um, it would have been interesting to see how she'd have gone, considering I think she went quite well at the French this year as well, Azarenka. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at Osaka. I think I think she's got a reasonable draw as well. Zheng in the first round from China, and then possibly Golubic in the second round from Swiss. But you know, they're names that you'd expect her to beat. I think the the first seeded individuals she'll be playing is either is Kiki Burton's, although she may be playing playing Alison Risk, who is a very talented American in the third round. Um but it's definitely it's definitely winnable for her. And it, yeah. it, for me that would be the story. I think I think that'd be a really nice story to see someone who's been very vocal about her opinions about how the press have been treating tennis athletes and to win that then would be a huge achievement. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the only major stumbling block I see for Osaka before the final would be uh, Um So, so Sviontek's in her half the draw. Yeah. Uh, the number six seed. From Poland, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying to think who's Sviontek playing. So she, she'll win her first round. She'll win her second round. Um... Yeah, I think Sviontek's going to get pretty far 
So they might be in semi-finals of Saka and the quarters or semis. Yeah, I think that that could be an interesting. Yeah, so I can see it's the quarter final there. That could be an interesting yeah. quarter final draw, um, and then semi final. You're looking at Pliskova possibly or Svitolina, both superb tennis players. They they rank fourth and fifth. However, you know it could be interesting as we know with the the women's draw seat. You can't take seedings for granted. You know we've seen Ostapenko. She won the French before. She's unseeded. Um, has Vesnina in the first round, who I think could be um, an in- interesting match between the two of those. Um, a few other names that are sort of on the outskirts. Sakari had a very good French Open. I think she reached the semi-finals, didn't she? Yeah, she did. I think she had a match point um, against, was it Krachikova, I think? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, she had a match point, which played well. Yeah, and obviously uh, rank 10, you've got uh, Petra Kvitova, who could also be a bit of a threat, although she's more of a tennis, um, sorry, more of a grass specialist, really, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, and she hasn't done that much in terms of going deep in big tournaments recently, off the top of my head. Yeah. I think Kvitova's been the best years, probably. Yeah, could be very interesting. Uh, I just want one name from you, Aled. Who do you think is going to win it as a prediction? Um, I'm going to go Sviontek. Oh, OK. Yeah, um, I think she did all right at Wimbledon. Obviously, she's not a grass specialist by any means. Um, obviously, she's really impressive, the French, last year. And yeah, I think she's got the, the power to take out Osaka and possibly, I'm predicting a sabalenka Sviontek final. OK. Um, I'm gonna go against that. I'm really struggling to see past Ash Barty in the top half of the draw, the Aussie. Um, maybe Krajikova, although I think it might be difficult for Krajikova to back up, um, doubles and singles because uh, as she's going in the women's doubles, and I think she could be very competitive there and go very deep in that tournament. But yeah, I I, I struggle to see anyone who can beat Ash. Barty, and I think it'll be her against Osaka in the final. I'm going to go Osaka. I think that's heart over head, but I'd really like to see Osaka win. I've I know I've I've said you shouldn't follow the seedings, and I pretty much followed the seedings there. But I think she could be very good, um, and I hope I hope she wins it. Um, moving on to the men's, oh I I I think we're both going to agree that it's very difficult to see past Novak on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be the, uh, the popular line. Um, yeah, I'm, I think Djokovic is certain to get to the, pretty certain to get to the final. Um, because the main competitors on his side of the draw are Zverev, the fourth seed, and Rublev as a fifth. But I don't, I don't see either of them beat Djokovic, so I think he's definitely going to be the final. Yeah, I, I agree. Obviously... I mentioned that there are quite a few names in the women's draw that are out. In the in the men's, there's even more. Federer, Nadal, um, Dan Evans, Cam Norrie and Berrettini are all out for various reasons, be it injury or COVID. Um, it would be great to have Federer and Nadal there. However, I, I would still pick Djokovic as my favourite, based purely on his performances this year. You know, he's won all three slams so far. Um he hasn't won 
Olympic gold. And that's that's the one thing that's sort of holding him back so far as well. And this would be, you know, four-fifths on the way to a golden slam for him this year, wouldn't it? And that would be... I think that would be a record in the men's era, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think any man has ever won the Golden Slam in the same year. Um, I think yeah. Stefan Graf did it in 1988. Okay. No man has it. So I think the last man to win the calendar slam, Rod Laver. Um, yeah. 1969 or 68, not sure which one. Yeah. So it would be some feat to do it, um, but obviously he wants out of the gold as well. Um, and then... You say this is the opportunity for someone to beat him because it's best of three as opposed to best of five. Yeah. So he's a bit vulnerable at the Olympics. Yeah, he is. Obviously, we've seen Djokovic has got this ability to pull back from two sets down, hasn't he? It's, it's phenomenal the way the, the amount of times he does it. Um, just has this ability to, under, to, to gradually work himself into a match and understand how someone's serving be able to return, he doesn't panic ever, he trusts his game. So maybe the shorter format gives them an opportunity. However, I just can't see anyone beating him. I really can't. Um, well, his biggest uh, threat will come in the final, as you'd expect. Um, and the, f- the finalist against him would probably be between two guys, the number two and three seeds, so Medvedev and Tsitsipas. We've both played him in a, a slam final this year. That's interesting. Well, I didn't have, I you know, I, I obviously Medvedev is second seed. Um, however, I don't see him reaching the final. I think it could be someone a bit out there, maybe a Fognini, possibly even. Um, me. You know, I think it could be some, possibly not Fognini, but someone a bit more yeah. surprising than. Yeah. What about Ojaliasin? Well, I was going to come up to him because I was hoping that him and Shapovalov would be doing the doubles together because they would have been my pick for men's doubles. Um, obviously, he's got first first round is a tough match against the double gold oh. medal winner. Yeah, go for a hat trick. Yeah. Goals. A hat-trick of goals would be Andrew Murray's aim. Um, uh, just to clarify, it's him and Liam Brody competing for the Brits this year due to Cam Norrie pulling out due to concerns around coronavirus in the bubble and Dan Evans pulling out uh, very late due to COVID. Um, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't see Andy winning. How far do you see Murray getting? Because I think, you know, Oge Asim is a... Sorry, Olga Aliasim is a tough opponent, definitely. Uh, well, he's not going to make it to day two because um, <laughs> Murray played um, Aliasim at the US. Um, was it last year or the year before? It must have been last year. Yeah. Yeah, Olga Aliasim sort of steamrolled him uh, straight sets. But but I, think, I think Murray is playing better, though, than he was a year ago. I think that's that was clear with his run at Queens and his run at Wimbledon. Yeah, possibly, but yeah, but you know, he played um, Ertz, was he or Otter in the second round? Um, the German, and he was like ranked hundred fifty in the world, and you know, he almost beat Murray. So, I he had a decent Wimbledon. The win against Basil Ashvili in the first round was quite good. Yeah, then he was out. 
I don't know about Andy. I I, I fear a bit for him. Um, I, that his career sort of peter, you know, out. Um, I I would say on that sort of, you know, to get to that third round. The winner of that match, I think it can be quite confident of reaching there because, you know, Dominic Kupfer and Fakunda Banyas for Germany and Argentina respectively aren't anyone particularly great. You could beat them in the second round. And then, yeah, I think you've got Marin Cilic, who's obviously a previous Grand Slam winner, has previous form in the Olympics, but I don't think he's in the form of his life at the moment. That's definitely the case. Um, and the only the only seeded athlete is Karina Buster, who I feel Aliasim and Murray would both fancy their chances against. So there's an opportunity there, but maybe we are clutching at stra- straws rather with um, Andy Murray there. Oh, you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were pretty blunt. You said he wouldn't get past the second uh, today too. To be fair, it's unfortunate because of the draw. You know, if he had Aliasim in the third round, that would be much better. I think the other thing to say, obviously, as well with Andy is with that injury, his um, his ability to come back day after day, his recovery takes a lot longer. And, you know, maybe with the fast-paced nature of the Olympics run, it's going to be difficult for him. Yeah, it's obviously best of three, so that helps him a little bit. But yeah. say it's over in a week. So, yeah. yeah. So. But, yeah, I th- well, as far as predictions go, I, I'm going to put my hat completely in the Djokovic ring. You know, obviously, was it 2008 he missed out on the final with that smash against Nadal? Yeah, he did, yeah, semi-finals. <laughs> yeah, in case you haven't seen it, uh, Djokovic had, was down match point up against Nadal in the semi-finals of 2008. He's got a smash pretty much right over the net and he manages to, you know, absolutely butcher it. Um leading to him losing and I, th- I did he f- I can't remember if he finished up with bronze even but this would be the year for him to do it he won bronze that year I think that's the only man he's won yeah I think he's I think I think this is the one thing he craves because at the moment this is the one that is keeping him behind Fedra and Nadal obviously I think Nadal won in 2008 Fedra's won the doubles um so so to get this to equal to equal Federer at least, and to be just one gold behind Nadal would be something to achieve for Djokovic. Yeah, it would. But I think if you offered him, you know, the US Open this year rather than the Olympics, I think he'd take the US Open surely because that would be the calendar slam and would be on twenty-one majors then. Probably, we we all know that Djokovic's main aim is to be the best ever. He and you can't you. you you know, you can talk until the cows come home about which one is the greatest of all time. I know you think it's Federer. No, 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 no. I no, I'm a, I'm a Federer fan, but I I think what Djokovic has done this year and Nadal equal in Federer as well. I mean, it, it does change the you know the story really. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to pick Djokovic. I'll add one name from you. Um, Daniel Medvedev, the second seed. Oh, bit of a surprise yeah. there. There is some logic in my reasoning, um, and it is because Medvedev has been good uh, in the American swing in previous years. So in 2019, he was getting to the final of every tournament in America. Yeah. And basically, 
using the same surface as they do at the US Open yeah. and Cincinnati at the Olympics. Yeah. So Medvedev, there is potential there that he could take out Djokovic in the final. Interesting. In very interesting. Well, well, we'll look forward to seeing what happens there. Um, let's move to the doubles. Uh, let's do men's doubles first with the British pairings because these are these could be very good pairings. You've got Jamie Murray and Neil Skupski. Skupski having just come off winning the mixed doubles at Wimbledon, and then Andy Murray and Joe Salisbury. Joe Salisbury reached the final of the mixed doubles at Wimbledon with Harriet Dart. Do you think Britain have a chance here? This is probably their best chance for a medal, do you agree? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I think just so Jamie Murray and Skepsky have got an Argentine pair at first. Um, Zabayos and Molteni. Zabayos is quite a good player, isn't he? Yeah, a fairly good player. But I, you know, you're talking two of the best male doubles players in Murray and Skepsky, in fairness. So I, I think they'd back themselves against those. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Skubski's had a really good year, obviously winning Wimbledon. So, yeah, I think I back them there. And then they got a second round match against uh, the Japanese pair, Nishikori and um, McLachlan. Yeah, I was looking at that name. It's not a name I'm I'm particularly aware of. Um, currently, doubles ranked thirty eight in the world, so he's, he's clearly talented. Although I'd still I'd still back them against them, you know. I even with Nishikori having a home cla- home crowd. Sorry. Um, you could see Jamie Murray, um, you know, do well in this tournament, but because he's probably nearing the end of his career, isn't he? Yeah, completely agree. Thirty-five now. Uh, and he's had one hell of a career. Obviously, he's won Wimbledon. He's won the US, I think, as well. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe another Slam. I can't remember if he's won another one. Um, with a mixture he's never, of, he's never won the Olympics, no, Jamie Murray. No, never won the Olympics. Uh, the best, yeah. I think, the best Britain have done in the doubles in recent years was twenty twelve, where Andy Murray and Laura Robson won silver. Oh yes, just looking through the doubles draw, you know, um, some of the big players playing doubles. Um, so Medvedev is playing um, with a Russian partner. Um, Karina Buster's playing. Um, Hatchinov, so it, and Rublev, that's quite a good pairing. Yeah, definitely. That's that definitely good to see, and you know, it'd be good if we saw that in the in the slams more, but it probably never happened. No, unfortunately, that doesn't tend to happen as much in the in the in the big slams. But it's good to see this year. Um, I was just going to say about the the men's doubles pairings that that I think. You look at Jamie Murray and uh, Skepsky, they've got quite a nice draw. When you compare that to Andy Murray and Joe Salisbury, they've had pretty much a horrible draw with uh, the second seeds with Uge Aubert and Mao, who are, yeah, you know, a very, very formidable pairing in the doubles. Yeah. Um, I think they could go far. The other pairing I'm looking at is Dodig and Marin Cilic. They've been, they've been a very good pairing before. Um, that could be exciting. Yeah, um, as I said, Hatchinov and Rublev, um, they're obviously two very good single players, but, um... How they come together. Doubles, you know, you've got to know the, um, uh, the tactics and what have you. One, one 
pairing that I'm looking, I'm very excited to see is Shardy and Monfils. That could be oh, yeah. that could be very <laughs> um, showmanship esque and uh, you know full of hot dog shots, all sorts. Yeah, but they've got a they've got a tough draw, I think, because um, Bublik uh, and Golubov and then in the sec after that they'd have maybe Zverev um, and Struff or Hulkacz and Kubot from Poland. So that's a tough draw for them. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to be difficult to tell. Obviously, you've got a mixture of um, singles players playing with doubles. Not not many of these players play doubles all year round. And not you know being a good singles player doesn't necessarily mean a great doubles player and vice versa. Um, but I, I I do think Jamie Murray and Skepsky could could medal here, and I don't think that's unfair to suggest. I can't see you know the they do have their first seat in their quarter of the draw, which will be difficult if they reach the quarter final. But apart from that, I don't see anyone that could stop them getting to the semis. Um, so I'm. I think this is this could be hopeful of Britain's one medal in the doubles. Um, aside from that, I am going to back the French pairing of Urbe and Mao to win the t- the the doubles altogether. I think that's an exciting pairing, and Mao is a formidable doubles player and has been for years. Yeah, he has been. Yeah. What's do you have a prediction on that one? I was going to go. Well, I was thinking about going for French ones, but I will go for uh, the number one seeds, Nectic and Pavage. Didn't they win um, at Wimbledon? Yeah, they did. Uh, I'm going to back um, the Croatian pair. Yeah, sounds good. Could be battle of the first and second seeds in the women's doubles. I think it could be something similar, actually. Um, I'm not sure about the Japanese pairing of Ayama and Shibahara. As second seeds, but I, the first the first seeds, Krajikova and Sinyakova, well, Krajikova is one ha- phenomenal doubles player. Um, and I'm really excited to see her go. Uh, the other pairing I'd be excited to see is the Russian pairing of Vesnina and Kudometova. Vesnina is also a brilliant uh, women's doubles player. Um, what about Barty and... Uh, Storm Sanders. Yeah, another another mix of those. One being a strong singles player, another being a bit of a doubles specialist. Could be interesting to see how they go. Yep. You know, Storm Sanders ranked forty one in doubles in the world, uh, combined with the number one female tennis player in the world. So that could be quite an exciting pairing. Um. But I yeah I struggle to see past the first seeds for me personally. Just looking, um, Pliskova and Von Drusova, I think they might be decent. Um, True. I win it. I actually quite fancy as well. I I realise they're in the same, you know, pretty close in the draw to Vesnina and Kudamatova, but Kiki Burton's and Demi Shaw's the third seeds, and Kiki Burton's a very good doubles player, and the the Belgian pairing of Elise Mertens and Alison von Utvenik. Uh, Utvank, sorry. Um, I think they could be very good. To be honest, they're my picks to reach the final along with the first seeds. Oh, okay. Um, wait, so who are the first seeds? 
Prijikova and uh, Sinyakova. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, they're looking pretty strong. Um, hmm. Sinyakova's current doubles ranking is three. Uh, Krijikova's current doubles ranking is two, which sort of displays how strong they are as a pairing. What about Muguruza and Suarez Navarro? Yeah, could be a very exciting pairing. I'm going to back them. I don't know why. Uh, Suarez Navarro was she's come back, hasn't she? Um, yes, and she was. She had a good run at Wimbledon as well. She did. Oh, but they've got Mertens and Van Oetvank in the first round. Yeah, that's 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 probably the the game of the first round in terms of women's doubles. Um, yeah. I yeah, I I would be. I would happily agree with that. I think, I think it's between those and possibly, maybe Pliskova, maybe the uh, Pliskova and her partner in the Czech pairing, or possibly the Ukrainian pairing as the lower half of the draw. But I'm going to go with Elise Mertens personally, and Utvank. I'll go with, I'll go with Pliskova. I'll go with the Czech Pliskova and Van Drusseler. Overall. I will. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think off a bit of confidence in Wimbledon. Von Drusseva is a good volleyer, um, and she obviously got the French Open final a couple of years ago. So, so we've got. So I've gone with one Czech pairing, and you've gone with the other Czech pairing to win overall. Um, so it could be a good good result for the Czechs. Yeah, they got a lot of good female players, haven't they? Yes, definitely, um, and a lot of especially good doubles players. It seems to be. Um, we would like to do the doubles, the mixed doubles. However, we haven't had a draw yet for that. So we'll probably leave that for the time being. Um, but it should be a very exciting tournament. A um, couple of Brits hopes, especially in the men's doubles and possibly Andy Murray if he gets a run going. Um, maybe a heart overhead from me there, but hopeful. Uh, so yeah, be sure to tune in. I think it starts on Saturday, doesn't it, Aled? And it runs for the whole week. Yeah, it starts on Saturday the 24th of July and finishes on Sunday the 1st of August. Yeah, so quick, quick tournament, day-after-day uh, day action. Be ready to watch it uh, wherever you can. Cheers, Ali. Thanks for previewing that with me and look forward to hearing from you soon.